Orlando's very own singer-songwriter, I Pinhead. You're now tuned in to Slick Talk with Slick Nick. Who knows? She might be talking about you. Yo, what's going on? It says Hot Boy Season. It's your boy Stefan for you, and you are now listening to Slick Talk with Slick Nick. One of my favorite things to listen to every Monday. Huh? You already know what it is, man. It's your boy Vodak. Man, Slick Talk with Slick Nick. You already know what the fuck is going on, man. Make sure y'all tune in on the hottest podcast in the fucking city. You heard? Dang. Yo, what's going on, man? It's DJ Consistent checking what's in going on, with the hottest podcast, podcast world. It is your girl, Slick Nick. And just like that, we back. We back. We biggity, biggity back. Um, I have some special guests. A special guest in the building right now. <laughs> He's always so punctual. That's the one thing I can appreciate about this man to my left right here. I'm here. I have a reason to be here. Though. You here. I'm here. Tell the people who you are. What's happening? It's... uh. No name now. You know my name. Stop playing with me. <laughs> that's that's the slogan. It, it, it has to be at this point. At this point. I have nothing else for them. I mean, at, uh, you don't got a name. I, 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 I have <laughs> no name. <laughs> Absolutely no name. <laughs> so at this point, that's just what it is. But they know my name. So stop playing with you. So tell them to stop playing with me. Heard you, friend. Because mm-hmm, I ain't playing with them. How was your week? My week was good. My week was good. Uh, besides COVID coming back with a vengeance. Uh, did it really leave, though? No. No, it definitely definitely didn't leave. Mm-mm. But um, people thought it left, and they went back outside. COVID said, psych. Psych. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> like I never left. <laughs> back like I left something. <laughs> right. Right. No, I mean, other than that, I mean, it was a good week for me. It was hot. It was hot as hell. I ain't going to lie to you. I stayed in the house most of the week. Did Outside you? of work, man, I wasn't trying to do nothing. I mean, but you know what? For me, I I think the second round of COVID taught me that I am an extro- extrovert more than an introvert. Why is that? At? Because I've been wanting to not necessarily like be out and about, but, you know, go to bro's house or... Mm-hmm. Go to the hookah lounge up the street. Like I haven't. Okay. I so COVID got you out here finding yourself. Pretty much is what you. I mean, you know, finding your life's purpose. Search, you know, a little bit. Uh, uh, it it can do that. <laughs> it can do that. For the longest, I could have. I sworn up and down. Nah, I can. I mean, granted, I do have my introvert moments because mm-hmm. there's times where I don't want to be bothered. I want to be in the house. I don't want to go nowhere. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't ask me to do nothing. Right. But other times, I don't want to be home. I feel like COVID got people going through, like, human seasons, emotional seasons. Human seasons. Yeah, like, uh, I'm, I'm not wait, sure. Wait, what other, wait. I'm not sure how to describe what? Like, like, no, what like, other season, kind of like, seasons are there? I mean, I don't really know, but I feel like human seasons is the, is the correct term. You sounded real Jeffrey Dahmer right now. <laughs> like, I really just want you to know. What do you mean? I'm, I'm saying you go through a lot when you go through, when you by yourself. You, like, talk to yourself. You try to figure out things that you like and that you don't like. You got a whole bunch of extra time that okay, you didn't I can, usually have. I can give you that. Like, you're starting to find, find things out. A whole conversation with yourself. Oh, man. Especially. I answer myself, too. I, whole conversation. I'm trying to tell you. Like, yeah. you hungry? Yeah, Nick, I'm hungry. I am hungry. I can eat. I sing to myself. Oh, that's the best. I go on tour in the shower. Period. Yeah, no, like I'm Spin on. Move, I'm on. Ray J one wish in the rain type situation. I'm on city number twelve right now. <laughs> I'm in Seattle, singing the hell out the shower. 
Don't call me a liar, because I'll show you. My dog says city number 12. City number 12. You got meet and greets? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kiss babies and all. Sign autographs. And my shows are cheap. They're cheap. Coming to a shower near you. Coming to a shower near you. <laughs> and I get my hair wet. I don't even care. It's I'm a, crying. It's a whole R and B video. It's a whole R and B video. I swear, I ain't gonna lie and to you. no name nail shower. <laughs> Play with it. You got the little LED lights too. No, I ain't got no LED lights. We oh. got no, the budget ain't. Mm-mm. Oh, you mm-hmm. don't have a budget yet. The budget ain't in there. Maybe mm-hmm. when you get the city fifteen. Maybe when I get the city fifteen. Crazy. When I get enough. When I get my coins up. Cause you know five and below start a little LED. Yeah, you know that first tour it don't be. Yeah. Yeah, the first tour don't really be popping like that for artists. It'd be the, It'd be the, the second, second one. Yeah, that, that second one. When It'd be that like, you thought, you thought I gave you something last time. Oh, man. That on, <laughs> that on the run tour? Oh, man. Listen, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's going to be hot, a hot one. It's going to be a hot one. Something is wrong with you. Like, at this point, I'm you wholeheartedly be, you might be right. convinced. You might be right. But, I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm okay with it. Huh? Yeah, like yeah. it's it's a vibe. I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, you know? it's cool. It's work for you this long. No, listen, I just gotta convince everybody else that I'm normal. I mean, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> it was more work to be done. Heard, I heard heard you, friend. Yeah. So what's up? What are we talking about today? I mean, okay. So <clears throat> we're gonna get into um, where we picked up, where we left off last week. And for those of you that don't remember, well, not last week, a couple weeks ago. If you don't remember where we left off a couple of weeks ago, it was um, Rashawn has said, you know, if it hurts y'all when y'all can't help us when we're going through something and how it hurts us that we know that y'all can't help. But so we feel like we want to talk to y'all, but we know that there's nothing that y'all can do. And mm-hmm. it hurts us to hurt y'all because y'all can't help. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get there when they get here. Yeah, that was deep. I, I forgot who said that. Who said that? Rashawn and Natalie. Okay, they both said that together. Yeah, to, right. That was a lot to put together. It was, but it was good. Yeah. So I do, I'm going to start a little light. I do want to start with um, the whole Nick Cannon and Viacom. Oh, yeah, yeah, about that, about that. So wow. if you don't know, if you don't know what happened to everybody watching, hey, if you don't know what happened, um, last week, Wild and Out was canceled. Mm-hmm. And that's due to some comments that Nick Cannon made on his podcast. Yeah. And for those of you that also don't know, Viacom owns dang near everything. BET, MTV, VH1, Two Nick, Nick Jr. They own a lot of TV. CBS, like yeah. they own a whole bunch, a whole bunch. But I am happy to hear that he did get to keep his um, hosting job for the Masked Mask Singer. Singer. Yeah. Because I'm going to see nobody else to host that. Yeah, well, that would be kind of hard to find. I mean, they could do it if they wanted to. But who else? Yeah. I I don't see. You think so? I don't think think they can do it and bring what Nick bring a different type of uh, to it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. But. um, I, I think they've separated themselves from what Nick did with Viacom. I mean, um, I compared to their own TV show. Oh, the Mass Singer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, yeah definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. They, they, oh, they, the they had to. Yeah. But I just, um, it just blows my mind at the fact that 
that situation had to happen where, and okay, let me backtrack because okay. he did release a, an apology. Mm-hmm. He did release an apology by saying, "What's up? Hey, Mr. Oh, no. Brown just walked in. <laughs> Clean. Clean. Where Clean. you came from? Work. Oh, okay. Go after. Heard you. It be like that sometimes. The movies ain't open. Right. The bars ain't <laughs> open. You know. But the restaurants. Yeah. Ain't. What y'all talking about? Heard you. Listen, <laughs> that boy got on that cool water. I can smell it from <laughs> over here. Right. He, cool, he, he, <laughs> he just do me like that. <laughs> I can what? smell it from over here. You about to sip on the drink? Oh man. Took care before I got here. She put one on the house only. You know what I mean? Listen. Oh, it'd be like that Because drinks is sponsored by Mixed Masters, of course, as you know. Always, yeah. always, always. Everybody got one except for me. No. I just want to no, thank no. Mixed Masters. No, no. You're not reaching And And my ex-friend, Mike, uh, for providing me a drink no no because i was told that you already had three Mm -hmm. so i just thought you was gonna bring one to the show someone someone you like it it's good ain't it somebody told you a story yeah Yeah, shout out what's his name mix masters mix masters shout out to you bro that yeah this 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 hidden i wish i could taste it i wish i I wish i knew that it was shout out to mix masters bro this hidden yeah, and I'm going to just piggyback off his because I'm going to assume that it's good because I don't have one. I'm so over you. Well, I'm I don't, telling you. Yeah, it's good. He said, well, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to be Liddy for your Place event. that he got to yeah, go, yeah, right? Place that he got to go <laughs> later on this evening. Yeah. <laughs> right. This man say ain't no, this man say ain't no movies open. <laughs> None of that open. Don't she tell you. You I didn't. Wow. I didn't. Oh, wow. I didn't break it again. <laughs> So we're t- yeah. <laughs> we were talking about my man broke his mask. If y'all could see, if y'all <laughs> could see him in here twice, broke his mask twice. I think it's a touch on that. No, I promise right, it wasn't. Man. Point, I'm just handling it. I'm not handling it with care, and that's my problem. Sometimes I don't be handling <laughs> wow. things with fragile. Care. I don't. Right. Be, I know. I don't be handling things with care. Okay. I be in trouble for that. <laughs> but, but but so before we walked in, we were talking about um, Nick Cannon and Viacom. Oh man, we're about to terrible situation. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it is. So, I was explaining to the people that don't know about it. He made some statements on his podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. And people were saying that the Jewish community and people were offended. So, he did release another statement apologizing for offending a community. <laughs> okay. But he's also saying that he wants the rights to his show back because he was swindled, his words swindled okay. by Viacom to no longer own or own Wild and Out. Okay. So he sold the rights to Wild and Out. He said he was swindled. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think everybody knows the details on that, but yeah, I'm, none assu- of us I'm, I'm, assu- yeah. I'm assuming he was probably it was made to seem that he was forced to step down or step away from Wild and Out and signed over his rights, not understanding that he was giving up all that all that money, because mm-hmm. I think it's like almost what a billion dollars. That wilding yeah, out, wilding out the, 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 in, the industry within itself, like everything that wilding out is. I would I can imagine it's over in it's it umbrellas. It's, like, it's almost like a billion dollars. It's one of the most watched shows. They sell out when they come to your city, right? You know, they have popping artists on there, it, right? That, and, and I'm he, not and he created it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he has the rights to all of those things. I'm right. just saying like. But all together, wilding out at its essence, he, he did create it though. I, yeah. re- I remember like when it first came on. You know what I'm saying? He did. 
He did. But yeah, and whatever city they go to, they sell out. Even when they went that's what I'm saying. They go, tours, yeah, like, they go, they sell out. Yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> But. So there's a lot. To, so there's a lot to unpack here. Go ahead. With Nick Cannon and and Viacom. So I think yeah. we should first start with the statement. Right. Yeah. So have, has, has anybody seen the the, pod, the his podcast? Cannon's well, they class? they took it down. So if you haven't seen it, no, I, I, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. It's, it's on YouTube. Oh, it's still up. Yeah, because they so, tried their best to scrub it. To real quick. Yeah. No, I, I I've watched it, and I've been watching it for almost a year now, over a year. Okay. And I've watched it grow from, I guess, its, its starting point to, now. to where it is now. Uh-huh. And if you watch his earlier episodes, you can tell, like, what direction he's going in. I don't think y'all remember when Nick, like, first got into Howard University. They were, like, drumline coming back. Uh-huh. And they were poking fun uh-huh. of him. He, like, took a picture out in front of Howard or whatever, uh-huh. whatever. I like, remember. a few years back or whatever. With the Howard sweat, with the HU twister on or something? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So it, when he went to Howard, he kind of got enlightened. Enlightened, right? He he gained some knowledge, got educated on certain things, right? And through that, he decided to create this platform, this podcast called Cannon's Class, which I think is still still filmed in Howard's library. I'm sure. I think it's I think it's in Howard's library is where he films this stuff. So is he so he based out of DC? Yeah, the where they do that. Yeah, the podcast itself is filmed in DC. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure on on Howard's campus. In the library, I believe. That's dope. Or one of their libraries. <clears throat> I'm not sure. I've never been. But <laughs> from his first episode, I, I think it was like Dr. Carr, Professor Carr, um, was one of his, um, I believe, one of his mentors while he was on campus. And Professor Carr is one of the the, the children of uh, Dr. Um, John Henry Clark. Not actual children. I know what you mean. One, one of his, the tutelage. Yeah, one of, one, one of his one of his students. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Nick is a derivative of that. And then to hear what he said on the podcast, me, myself, personally, I don't think it was anti-Semitic, but we are not the ones to pick and choose what other people are offended by Right. Right. You can't be. Just like we can't tell other people to pick and choose what we're offended by. Mm-hmm. Right. You see what I'm saying? Everybody so, to yeah, so that's that's a two way street, first and foremost. Secondly, with Nick's particular podcast, you can't be commercial and be revolutionary. I think D.L. Hughley said that. So you're not gonna be able to do both. Both. Okay. Why? Well, name, well his, name his, one person that has yeah, been. So if you if you listen to the podcast, he kind of foreshadowed him and um, Doctor, I forget his name, the guy he was interviewing from Public Enemy. Mm-hmm. He kind of he kind of foreshadowed the whole conversation and where this was going to go after this conversation was over. Mm-hmm. But this is not new to Nick. This is not new to the podcast, right? Because he brings on. Other kind of like prominent authors, right? Black professors, the other and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like he he has people on there like Angela Rye and stuff like that. So the conversations within themselves aren't aren't new to him. And depending on the book, he says stuff something similar to it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, so basically, you're saying he's tested the lines before. Well, so, sort of, kind of. What the point of the show is to speak truth. 
or to spit knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right. So to him, he's <clears throat> so to him, he's he's educating his people. Mm-hmm. Right. And that and that is the that is the point of the show. On mm-hmm. this particular part, um, the person he was interviewing left public enemy for a specific reason. Right. Mm-hmm. And what he left public enemy for, or part of the reason he left them for, was the conversation they were having. Mm-hmm. And that conversation, in turn, is the reason why Viacom let Nick Cannon go. Mm-hmm. So it came back on them twice for for the same thing, two different eras. Right, but that same conversation that they were having with each other got that guy kicked out of Public Enemy, not necessarily kicked out, but he left, mm-hmm. and Nick kicked out, kicked off for of Viacom. Viacom, mm-hmm. right, right. So, but he still has his job with NBC for the, the Mass Singer. Singer. Yeah, so for the Mass Singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so only MTV let him go. Which, well, well, you know what I mean. Viacom, yeah, Viacom. Yeah, Viacom. And everything that falls under it. And did they say why? Did you, because did. of his comments uh, that he said. Statement. Yeah, because of his comments. Mm. Right. So he was saying that black folks are the true right, right, right. Jewish people. Yeah, true, the true Jews, mm-hmm. right, the true Jewish people. And if if you do a lot of reading, you can see where he comes from with where that. It, yeah. That's not that's that's not a new idea. Right. No, that's, that's 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 not a new idea. Just speak to just to shed a little light on what you're saying, mm-hmm. um, and it all depends on how you grew up. Uh, you know, like I, um, I was, for lack of better words, I was more so raised in the church. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, not really, not really forced to go. You know, the couple, you know, as when I remember being a kid going, like I just remember it, it being routine. And when I got old enough, I just started going on my own. Right. I had a car in high school. I barely stayed home on weekends, but on Sunday I just drove to church. Like it was, just, it just became regular. Right. Um, and I just think um, it. It. I, I. I get it both ways. I get if you're not really into the Bible or like you said, it's not only from the Bible into reading, period. But most certainly if you're not into the Bible and you just, uh, you know, a living everyday man, you probably like, what the hell is he talking about? But if you've been like me before I started reading and understanding on my own, before I became Mm -hmm. what I feel like an intelligent young man, when I was in the church, you know, my pastor was standing up there saying like, you know, if you read the Bible and you try to translate it, you know, even, you know, where, where they pushing the theory that, like, you know, well, for us, like, they always try to portray Jesus as a white man, right? Uh-huh. But when when it, it, there's passages in the Bible that say, he, you know, he had hair thick as wool, da 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 When you convey that to today, who hair is like that? Mm-hmm. that, that that's, the black, that's the black man's hair. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If we just going off literally the wordplay of the Bible, like, I've never met any other race with hair like I like ours. So I, I think, you know, for for a person like me, everybody's not like that. Even for a person like you with your own understanding, mm-hmm. when you hear that, it, it wasn't really offensive. It was more like, I've heard this before. This is something I've heard. I, I have heard we were, you know, however deep you want to take it, however deep you want to believe it, but I have heard that we were the chosen people and the Bible talks about this and this is why this is this has happened to the black people and you know, da, 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 even if you believe that deep. And if you just strictly focusing on the reading, like you said, even the reading, like so much in time people want to say, I believe in science or I believe in God, but a lot of the times they 
prove each other right. Like it's, it's they just prove each other right. So I, I think, but I don't think the whole world thinks like that. So I mm. think that's why he on fire. I think because like you just think about. I got homeboys that's not really like in touch with God. Mm. So sometimes I say stuff and it's like you know because I just think the next person to know it or understand uh-huh. it and they not they don't, they don't really they have that it. understanding. So they like what are you talking about? And I think it's more people like what are you talking about when Nick said that. Like, if I'm speaking for the masses, it was more people like, what are you talking about? Then people that, like you said, have the knowledge and the understanding to kind of say, okay, even if I, I don't all the way agree with you, I get where you're coming from. I think it went past that. I don't, I don't think it went past un- understanding mm-hmm. per se. I think the conversation itself mm-hmm. reached the people he was trying to talk about. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you listen, if you listen to... The interview itself, like the person he was interviewing, named named people uh, or had actual had actual names from when he did an interview. Right. I want to say it was like back in the eight late eighties or early nineties or whatever. And then Nick started to talk about that, and then he started to talk about ownership and how much they own. He was talking about like, like listen, there's six there's six companies that own the media that literally determine what you watch or, or look at on TV, six in total. There could be six people at this table determining whether or not what the whole world watches. What the whole world watches, mm-hmm. right? And so I think the conversation itself reached the people that he was obviously that he was talking about, and they they felt some type of way. And like he said in his statement, he felt like he was being put in his place, which I feel is true. Right? He was he was being put in his place. But he has to understand that you're not going to be able to speak truth and not suffer the consequences. So do you feel like do you feel like Viacom went the extreme route in canceling while now and and now he's no longer a chairman for Teen Nick? Do you feel like they went too far or do you feel like they did what they felt was necessary given the statements that he made? Okay. Well given <laughs> well, considering everything can we can we say that it was a good business business decision? Probably not. Mm-hmm. So if if that is their if that's their end end goal end result that's the bottom line, then no, it wasn't a good decision. Right. If you're talking about public relations, then eh, maybe in the time and in the in 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 the space that we're in currently, I mean everybody's getting looked at for something. True. Which is why I'm saying I'll, you can't be. I just think you can't be commercial and be revolutionary. That's that's it's not what? going to. Ha- they don't exist in the same space. I think if I, you work for someone, or your money is tied up into someone else that doesn't look like you or whatever. You have to be careful with what you say. I I think um I think he's absolutely right. Um, my perspective on it is though. I just think like from you know a young age when whether you being raised by mom or granny when they trying to tell you that you know it's hard out here for a black man like um and whether you want to accept that or not uh mm-hmm. whether every other race want to accept that or not that's the truth okay. so you know some of these famous people have you know said things and you know because of the color of their skin it's freedom of speech it's you know we're not going to prosecute them for expressing themselves uh borderline hate speech or you know what I'm trying to say so, as long as it's not hateful and you know what Nick 
said it wasn't hateful. He just said his what his, his perspective on what he thought was yeah it, a birthright to a certain group of people, race of people, and but because the color of his skin, right? We have to tread lightly. So yeah. he's right in that in that aspect. You know, Nick should have understood that. So what I think in my in my headspace is. I, I'm not. I, I'm not against what he said, but I think if you said it, then you meant to say it. But I mean, he also because after his original statement, after the show came out, mm-hmm. Viacom said whatever they said. You know, they're yeah. pulling the show. They are severing ties with him. Mm-hmm. After that, he did release another statement, basically mm-hmm. saying, um, "Well, two more statements." Because the statement he made after that was saying, "You know, I did." try to calmly speak to the chairman. I yeah. I want the rights to my show back and now I want an apology, whatever. But then he did end up releasing another statement basically saying Yeah. I acknowledge that I offended a whole that I offended a whole community mm-hmm. and for that I apologize. Yeah. So what do you feel about his apology statement? So it, <laughs> so it, that this 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 is why I pointed out what I pointed out how much while not was worth because in the beginning. Sorry, because sometimes people will say something mm-hmm. and then not realize all of the the the, the ripple the, effect, the, right. Right, right? And then when they realize, oh snap, that caused this and this caused that. Right. Well, shit, my bad. I didn't mean that. Right, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? So. But his last statement, he's he's upset. Like he's he's asking for he's asking for, for his, the rights to his show. Right, and mm-hmm. he's outing Viacom for what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. So it, as far as him apologizing. In, in everything, this is this is just my opinion. This is not fact. I'm yeah, not just, speaking. I'm not speaking for Nick. But right now, but, but in as, this room, you have the most knowledge because you said you like were like a consistent watcher of the show. So I, yeah, I can't I, speak to that. I, I, I watched it. I've been watching it for almost <laughs> over a year now. She ain't playing with me. <laughs> I've been watching it for almost over a year now. Mm-hmm. So here's what I think Nick was going through. Okay. Okay. So when he first got cut uh-huh. through Viacom. He's like, man, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to let go. Not not only is it a lot of money. How to much let you go, think he was getting paid? I'm, millions. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure he's getting paid millions. But not only that, he has employees that work for him that, that depend, that, that on, depend him. on him. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? So now he has he has people that he has to pro- provide for. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not only so even even when he said in the show, he was like, "Listen, when you speak truth, you don't have to worry about anything else. Right. I can walk out with my head high. Right. That's what he said on the show. That's what he said on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So he was okay with what he said. But when he got let go with Viacom, he had a lot of other people and a lot of money to worry about. That that part he wasn't thinking about when he was on the show. Right. Which is why I think he gave the first apology. Which is why I think he was trying to talk to the owner. Right. He okay. was trying to. He was. He was attempting to, to be feathers. civil. Okay. I don't think he wanted to be. Well, they did not allow him to speak anyway. Correct. Because he. Because he said like once he got let go, they were already backtalk channels having conversation, mm-hmm. and usually Viacom would allow like their reporters or whomever to get she, on. She didn't even want to speak to him. Right. So she was like, you know what? You know, she just cut right. it. Right. And then that. And I think that's the only reason why he had to say something and put them on blast. For not allowing him to talk. Well, see, now this is what I got. This is this is the part I'm talking about, the on blast part. Okay. This is how I think he really felt the whole time. Okay. I think he really wanted to come out and be like, just fuck it. It is what it is. I said what I said because I said now the truth. Right. I don't care. Right. 
but he realized he had a lot of money and a lot of people that depend on that him. That depend have on all him, of these jobs, right? And, and so he started to do a little a little Back moonwalk. Mm-hmm. Back. So what we call it where I'm from, we call it buck dancing. You see what I'm saying? Okay. It, it's called buck dancing. You know what I'm saying? And where is it that you're from? <laughs> it's not from Gainesville, Florida. Shout out to the 352. You know what I'm saying? Home of the Gators, Gatorade. Shout okay. out to Shans Hospital, Max Drive Through. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's- in and out. Uh, Ken K. Road, Hawthorne Road, Eastside High School, GHS, Buholtz. Wow. We, gang, you know, gang. Gang, gang. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The Rock School, PK, whatever. Right. But anyway. All of that. Yeah, listen. Like, damn, bro. <laughs> no, listen. I, I should have asked him from. Shit, listen. <laughs> we left. You know, he got to throw the whole no, set up. No, but listen. Yeah. I, think, I think the whole, in, in his mind, he was like, I don't want to do this, but I have to do this. This is a, this is a strictly PR move. Mm-hmm. Somebody came and said, hey, listen, man, you messed up. In order to try to get back what you need to get back. You need to put out this apology. So he put it out. But when they wasn't really trying to hear him and try to hear nothing, it was just like, ah, you did what you, you did, did, cut yeah. off. And we ain't trying to hear from you. We ain't trying to hear it no more. He really gave them what what he felt on that second go round. Okay, I feel that. You see what I'm saying? I feel that. So I feel like he had. I felt like he felt like he had a duty and a responsibility to at least try to get his money back to help these people. Try in the public eye. Right, right. But he felt the way he felt. On that show, and there's in for me, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. So we have some comments. We love the comments. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate said, "Nate the Great, how are his statements not viewed as racist? Not viewed as racist." Mm-hmm. Huh. And he also said, "Calling white people the true savages is hateful. I would never generalize a people by the color of their skin." Well, that's, that's yeah, that's 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 Nate. Nate doesn't speak right. for all the white folks. <laughs> <laughs> so Nate, we appreciate you. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, you. I mean, Nate, Nate will have to look up the definition of racist, and then he can ask me that question. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, um, Nick, Nick did, Nick did generalize um, white folks in 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 that sense, but he was alluding to. Um, a different point. He was trying. He was trying to. He was trying to make a point based off, based off of that generalization. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't generalizing to say that all white folks are savages. Yes, that's yeah. what he said. Mm-hmm. So but that wasn't really his. That his wasn't message. really. That wasn't so really his So he chose intent. his words poorly. Right. He did choose his words poorly. So if you if you're gonna ask who who were the most oppressive people towards blacks, uh-huh. yeah, it would be right. in that time. Uh-huh. Then he would say it would be white. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's well, that's, yeah, it's, it would it's be. Yeah, you 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 plan you playing with words. I'm not I'm I'm not saying that all white people are Nazis, but all Nazis are white people. We do understand that, right? Okay. Okay. All right. So that's what I'm saying. When you start, when when you got you got to use your words correctly. Hmm. So yeah, he Nate. may have used his words incorrectly, but that's that's not really what he meant. So Nate got to go back to the drawing yeah, board. Yeah. So I I just wanna um, and I was just debating talking about this. So. But you know what? You got to be real with the people. And I, like, pride myself on, like, just being an open book and being, like, authentic. So I'm, like, you know, like, the Nick situation kind of made me look at my own situation. So I don't really know, you know, how much y'all know about me. But, like, I, I work with city government. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this situation, you know, it really, like, hit because I'm, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a really, like, for the people guy and, like, really authentic. You know, I was born and raised in Paramore, and I'm always, like, one of those people that's always trying to look out for my community always trying to bring dollars back there opportunities whatever and um how many of you i don't know how many of you guys know miles 
Anybody in no Miles, Miles, Miles Moran? He was here um, a couple weeks ago. Right, right, right. So you know, bro, like you know, bro, it's like when you think about Orlando and you thinking about the activism right now. You know, bro, it's like the head of the movement. You know what I mean? Like, bro, it's like full charging. You know, bro, mm-hmm. it's like full charging yeah. uh, as far as far as the activism and mm-hmm. you know, as far as when you think about the George Floyd situation and mm-hmm. things popping off in cities, coming to the forefront. Like you know, he has been, you know, out there. And I've I've done a lot of work with him, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We've done a lot of work. And, you know, it just kind of made me, like, look at myself because it's like, damn, like, and he's going, like, you know, for lack of a better word, he's going he's going at the city. Yeah. You know, he, he really is. And it's like, you know, it's like that's what makes me feel like, and these are way bigger dollars, you know what I'm saying? Nick is dealing with way bigger dollars, but it, it, it makes me feel like sitting here like, yeah, it had to be a conscious decision because when Miles hit me up, I'm, it's, I'm always making a conscious decision. I'm like, right. yeah, bro, I get it, and I'm for the movement, and I'm for the people. Mm-hmm. But, like, everybody's playing a part. And yeah. right now, my part can't be your part because they That's signed my part. check. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Like, right. my part can't be your part move right. on this movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? On this particular issue, on this particular mm-hmm. movement, you know, because, like, me and brothers are always at the forefront, no matter what. Right. You know what I'm saying? I am blessed in a situation where, you know, I do get to speak my mind you know, 90% of the time, which is right. really great when you're working for somebody else and they still allow you to be who you are. Right. But, with, like, with what he's doing, and I salute it. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, I salute it on anything. I'm sharing it, getting more people like, yo, get behind him. Mm-hmm. I, ain't, I, ain't on this, I ain't on this way, but my man's, mm-hmm. he speak my mind. Get behind mm-hmm. him, get behind him. But I say that to say Nick is dealing with way more dollars and there's way more people depending on him. And mm-hmm. it's like, I feel that same thing. Like, bro, right now I got... No flex, probably like sixty three young black people working for me right now mm-hmm. that I was able to hire. If I lose my job, who says that the next person? So I'm I'm over youth employment for the city of Orlando. Okay. So it goes from twenty. So they goes from age twenty six to fifteen. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what they consider youth. At when you twenty seven, you no longer youth. Right. So it's like who says the next person gonna come in and go after uh, young black underprivileged kids and get them a job. Right. Like who says that? Right. Who says that? Like I, because the 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 the, the, the common man who wants his, his stats to be together, like, we just hired him out of College Park and other neighborhoods where it's like, look, I know they're gonna do the job, and I don't gotta mm-hmm. worry about if they're gonna make it. Yeah. And it, you know, but me and my staff, we willing to go the extra mile to make sure that these kids are employed, whether it's like getting them rides to make it back and forth to work, da 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 da, anything. And it's like. Damn, I want to be a part of your campaign, Miles, but I got a bunch of people depending on me. And this person signed my check, and not only my check, they provide the budget for these kids right to have a check. Yeah, right. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I just think about that from my perspective, and I'm like, the I'm very conscious that. of that. So it's like, Nick had to be conscious of that. Yeah, and well, I just feel like that's something he wanted to say. Well, yeah, you and Miles are in the same band playing the same song. But One band, what's down? But with different instruments. Right. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and then Nick, yeah. I, so that's I, I think all I'm was, saying in correlation is... I, if I thought about it, and it's on a way smaller scale, mm-hmm. like, he had to think about it. And I just feel like that's something he wanted to say. And I don't think it's bad that he wanted to say that, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's no way you don't that comes out of your mouth and you like, ah, the side effect of this might be. Like, I know if I go to any rally with Miles and stand at the forefront, I'm like, this is cool and this is, this is my truth. Mm-hmm. But the side effect of this might be. Monday morning, he come but to the office. Unless, yeah. unless it goes back to, I'm sorry, I'm gonna let you speak. Unless, oh, unless it goes back to what Nell was saying before, where it's like 
what he said is how he felt. Right. And right. he didn't try to smooth some feathers until right. he realized the ripple effect. So whereas you or other people might think before Beforehand. he was like if you feel that way in that moment, that's just, what you're that's what you do. If that's your truth, that's yeah, your truth. You get what I'm saying? And you're not going to worry about the repercussions or what anybody else has to say after right, that yeah. until you see negative repercussions. Oh, shit. Right. Now my my ba- my, my money's about to be stopped. Or right. this is about to be stopped. Uh, I might lose this. Shit, I'm rich enough, but the people that's working for me. You know, yeah. You get what I'm saying? They need it. At yeah. that point, that's when you Cause, need to cause if you, some feathers. If, if you watch it, it's, it's, it's not really scripted. You know what I'm saying? Like right. They're, they're, they're pretty much having a conversation. It's hard to heart. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're it's pretty hard much hard. having a conversation. I think. Like, we doing it here. Yeah, I think one of the knocks of it is, okay, could I have edited it? That edited out, it before out before I posted it. Before I posted it, that would be one thing, because it's not live. It's, right. it's not like a live podcast. Like, right. I'm not sure if he does it on, on his Instagram or anything, because once again, it's no name now. Holla at me. I got a Twitter, though, at <laughs> bnail352 on Twitter, but I don't have Instagram. Crime. But anyway, I, I'm not sure if he's like. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's like putting it on Twitter. You better plug yourself now. I got you. You better plug yourself. Like follow me. I'm at you. <laughs> I'm not sure if he has a Twitter. I mean, or or Instagram or whatever. I'm pretty sure he does, but I, I'm I'm not sure if he records it. Right. And like on the Instagram live, live, live or whatever. Whatever, yeah. whatever. So when you're in the midst of conversation, you're in a heated moment. Right. You're right. Because you're just going. Right. Because most of it was talking about what someone else had said mm-hmm. or what his interviewee had talked about. Right. Mm-hmm. And this has been one of my knocks about the podcast since Nick got on it. He likes to comment a lot. So often in his first in his first episodes, like the person will be talking and, he and he'll just interrupt him and he'll he'll, he'll oh. comment because he's so he he's so thirsty for knowledge and he's like, Yeah, I know this. I know this. So I can say something about it. I can put in. And you can tell, you watch him and he's like so ready to jump in and it's, and it starts to become about more about him. Damn, yeah. And I'm and like, Nick, just shut up and let him talk. I've been on you know the show what I'm saying? like that, bro. And I, so I didn't it, know why yeah. I was there. I didn't know why I was there. Just <laughs> take up right. some space. For right. the host the host right. was for your followers. <laughs> the host was killing it, dude. I'm yeah. like, why am I actual fuck? Why am I here? Yeah, so on his earlier on his earlier episodes, you'll see like you'll see the people he talks to, and he's like, bro, just be be, be quiet. Let them talk. Right. You ask them a question, they be, be like, easy. yeah, I really feel some type of way. He be like, yeah, I know you feel like th- I know you feel that way because I read about this and this and that. I'm like, oh man, he's ready to he's ready to tell everybody what he's what learned, he learned yeah. what he learned, and he's so eager to do that. And I think this time he jumped the gun, jumped in front, jumped in front of his interviewee, interviewee, and it got him in trouble this time. So it's definitely a learning moment or teaching moment for Nick. It's a billion dollar teaching moment, <laughs> which is a tough one to swallow. How you think before before we um, finish up our last our last subject? Um, how do you think he can come back from it? If he can uh, come back from it at all. I mean, I hope... Well, honestly... Because Diddy's trying to get him to go to Revolt. I was just about and, to say... I, he, yeah, I mean, he could join another... Well, we all know people, how Diddy do with people money, so I don't know. People are not going to start watching the show. I, I think Nick is a little bit And I was just about to say, he can't, <laughs> do, he can't do Nick. Yeah, like I think that. Nick is a little bit He know what... Listen, now, yeah. he know what Nick was making. You can't do Nick. You can't do Nick. Like, Nick ain't no young chump. Well, true. That's eager for it. Nick got his own bag. So what... Like, so how do you... How do you think he is going to come back? Or do you think he can come back from it? I think we live in this space. Well, he know more about it, so I want to go before him because I think he watches Nick more. So I I, I, I would want to hear his comment after mine. But I think we just live in a space where, like, authenticity is winning. Like, people being authentic is 
is winning. You know when people just like, look, I fuck this one up. Like you know back then, you know you got your press release, somebody writing yeah, it up yeah, for you. But nowadays it's more it's more like I got this one wrong. You know what I'm saying? So I just think um I think wild and out is for the culture. I do think that. I think people love I love that show, bro. Mm-hmm. Like there's no other reason my TV is on MTV other than wild and out. Yeah, and I don't know yeah. how many yeah. other people yeah. feel about that, but that's my thing. I, like, I literally only watch it for wild and out. Yeah, so I think his show is for the culture. I think he's winning that. I think as long as there's something about you that people like, people are just waiting for you to make it right. right. You know what I'm saying? It's the people that like for black and I'm speaking generally, it's the people that we can't stand that when they fuck up, it's like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you got something that we like, we just waiting for you to make it right. So I think he definitely can make it right. I just think we don't want to see anything that we feel is fake. It's like if you felt that way, feel that way, apologize, not for what you said, but for the people you offended, which is what he did. I mm-hmm. apologize to the people I offended, mm-hmm. uh, I offended, not for what I said. Because mm-hmm. now it's like, whoa, dude, we can't even believe you. Now, you. now you're sorry yeah. for what you said. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. apologize for the people you offended. And you, you go on. And, it, and if that's going to be with Diddy or the next show or whatever. But I think you live life like the everyday person that went to jail and committed a crime and they get out and they rejoin society. It's like, yo, you got to, the world don't stop for nobody. You got to get back in motion. So right. I just think that's his his best option is to, you know, make amends, apologize, and don't be the dead horse. You said sorry, bro. You a man. Like, now, now I keep living. Like, I don't, I definitely don't want to, I'll tell you me personally, I'm going to get super irritated if he just keep, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hey, bro, at the end of the day, you said something, they don't do that to us. Nobody's, like, apologizing and apologizing and apologizing and apologizing for black people that's dying. Nobody's doing that for us. So, at the end of the day, it's, hey, you said what you said, you said what you believed, you're sorry for the people you offended, not for what you believe in. And there you go. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think he, I, I think he can jump. I think he can jump back. Um, I'm I'm not sure if he'll be right away making the same amount of money that he was making. Never. Um, through it might be a little minute. Mm-hmm. Right, so he might take a little decrease on that. The show may go somewhere. Unless he do another wild and out tour and put it right back in. His yeah, it, the show may go somewhere different with another company or it may be on a totally different platform. It could be on YouTube. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like or Netflix. Yeah, yeah or Netflix. Yeah, or Netflix. It could be Netflix. And Netflix come out with their weekly yeah. weekly episodes. And, oh, man. Yeah. and Netflix and Netflix is dropping a bag on people. Yeah. yeah. And I and and to um, piggyback off of what he was saying, I, I I think Nick considers himself more of a revolutionary. So I don't think he'll like necessarily let it go per mm-hmm. se. He might let it go publicly, right? But I think in his heart of hearts, he's going to feel some type How of way, right? Always about what they did to him after he said what he said. Um, I don't think he necessarily felt like he did anything wrong, and I think his most Which current is statement is great. outing Viacom. And standing behind what he said, how he feel? By, yeah, he, he kind of like to me, he kind of doubled down on it. But you know, what I'm saying like it, it is what it is. Like he said, right. I, I spoke, I spoke facts, and when they don't like to hear it, they don't want to. It's what it is. What don't want to acknowledge it. Go. They 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 put him in his place. Is what right. he said. So, um, I think he's on to something. I, I I really do. He said what he he said. If you li- if you listen to it, he talked him. him him and his interview talk about it before they even get into that conversation. You know what I'm saying? They they talk about the the repercussions that came after this man had a conversation with someone else mm-hmm. back in the early 90s mm-hmm. about Jewish people. Well, they definitely wasn't ready for that conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And so he kind of foreshadowed this whole thing. And um, it's, 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 very, it's very interesting to see Viacom let him go after that, after that particular podcast. Well, I'm excited to see where he goes and what happens next because I, like everybody in here, I love Wild and Out. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and I like the people that he that he helped come up on that show. Yeah, right, man. a whole bunch of so, people. That's, yeah. keep, that's it, what I love it, about yeah. it most. And what, yeah. and what keeps it relevant is that he keeps updating it. So you got a lot right. of YouTube sensations right. on there. He got a couple right. Instagram sensations right. on and there. And I like the mix. And then he got a lot of the, 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 um, what's the battle rap? The battle yeah. people that's like popping in battle rap, uh-huh. like Charlie Clips and yeah. Conceited. Uh, Conceited. You know, yeah. they, they was big they just, in the battle rap come, scene. Yeah. And, and, they, and they're just coming up on Wild and Out. Like, the best battle rap, who who I used to listen to or wait till they rapped was Cat Williams. Oh, I remember yeah. when Cat <laughs> Williams to flame people up with like right. one liners. Uh-huh. Right. Like that was the that that was the whole show as far as like the freestyle battle when right. you were like waiting on Cat to flame somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? But now he got real battle rap. <laughs> Can you imagine there. that? He, yeah. Like Cat Williams is so big I can't even imagine <laughs> uh, him on the show. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Do people even and remember that Cat Williams yeah, was Cat on Wild and Out? A lot of people don't. ABR Crockett, Corey Holcomb, he had yeah. a whole bunch of people. Yeah, he had some he had some some people that Davis used to be on there. Yeah. And what I notice more than anything, which he can always vouch for himself and say is, dude, people don't leave this show and flop. Like, when they pull them from Wild and Out, it's, it's usually success. Yeah, yeah, like, people yeah, usually yeah. leave from Wild and Out and go do their thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I'm excited to see what they got next, what he has coming up next for himself, for the show, for everything. Okay. But, um... So, since we have 15 minutes left, we actually went way deeper on that than I thought we were going to. Oh, yeah? I ain't even gonna lie. It was good. Like, how deep were you trying to go, though? Okay, so we're going to um, finish talking about what we were talking about in part one. No, it gets on my nerves. Um, Nat is here. What's good? What's good? Um, the What's camera's up, over there. Yo, Nat's in the house. It can't see you. Yo, Nat's yeah, it in the really bus. It really cannot see you. Move closer to, to... I don't bite. Nat's on the bus. <laughs> Yo, Nat. <laughs> But um, can I, I don't even know if y'all can still see. Me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I'm gonna know. have to. I don't, fix don't think it. it's even possible. I, I would have to. Close. Yeah. I think you gotta. Yeah, no. Nah. I'm gonna have to fix it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's all good. Y'all know what I look like. You probably would just have to sit in the seat with me. Oh. I'm dying. <laughs> That's I'm, it, it's not what I'm requesting is the you camera. The, fact that <laughs> the, visual. the only way yeah, for you to be singing, right. you would have to occupy the same seat. Yeah, right. In the same space. In the same uh, space. At the same, at the same time. time. <laughs> at the same time. Right. Now that we got that all cleared up, right. y'all still can't lap. see me. But if y'all so. know what you look like, then we, there's no need for all that. But I'm crying. Yeah. Right. But um, okay, so like I said earlier, uh, where we left off at the last time, everybody was here. Um, one of the things was Nat and Rashawn was basically saying, you know, it hurts. It hurts. Um, <laughs> what y'all whispering about? <laughs> Just know my, my dog dog love these drinks. Just know do. My dog love these drinks. Because I'm going to get a separate video when we done. I wish I had one. Shut up. Hey. Because he said you had three. Anyway, so we were talking wow. about. They doing you wrong. We were talking about the last time that we were over here. Mm-hmm. We ended off with Rashawn saying, you know, it hurts men that when we vent to them, there's nothing yeah, that they can do. Right. And when you, Nat, said, it hurts us to, to know not that do anything for y'all. not be able to do anything that y'all can't do anything for us. Right. It hurts us to know that y'all also feel like you can't yeah. do anything. Correct. So you asked a very, you asked a really good question today on social media, so I'm going to let you go ahead and. 
Um, no, nah, just in preparation for to you know for the show, like I put out on Facebook a post and I said to my black men, um, on a scale from one to five, one being the lowest, five being the highest, where do you prioritize your mental health? And so a lot of dudes, I was surprised actually to see a lot of dudes say four, five, and I was like, yeah, I'm not just gonna mm. take that answer. What you doing to right. get that four or five? So, you know, I went back in there and I was talking to people and I was like. That's cap. Yeah. No, nah, honestly, a lot of them, but the one, uh, some of them, I, most of them I knew, I think. So I could say, okay, you know what? That makes sense. But I even asked, um, and I know Nikki was on the post, and it got several shares. Apparently, a lot of people really loved having that this topic. conversation. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, it's needed. Yeah. It's needed. So, like, the, when, when I was asking, like. Well, what made it a four or a five, or what made you go from a three to a five? Because right. some people were like, "Oh, I started at a three, but now I'm at a five. So it was like, "Okay, well, what you know? What are you doing?" A lot, of, a lot of dudes is like, "Well, you know, I start my day. I have designated hours for my me time. I have a designated day for my me time." Um, one person made a really valid point, which I thought was something that a lot of people don't think about: is when you're creating that time for your mental health, um, for your me time. A lot of times, we just think if it's designated time, it's good. Right. But it's not about it just being designated time. It's, it's what like you're doing intentional with that time. designated time, right. right? So like, if you just and I mean, we all been there. We all guilty. We have our ways that we like to decompress and stuff like that. Right. But if you having your me time and you decide, okay, I'm a roll one and I'm a drink one. You feel what I'm saying? Like, truthfully, is that nurturing the problem that you're dealing with in your mental health? Right. That's you're what just I'm saying. Escaping it again, right? You're escaping it again. That's so, what so, so it's kind of. Um, are you dealing with it? Or are you trying to cope? Cause right, a and there's there's a huge difference, right. and so. One dude was saying that that was a major thing. He was like, I see a lot of people saying they do this and they do that, but, you know, what you're doing with that time is so important. Like, what are you still putting in your ears? What are you still putting in your in your mind, by mm-hmm. through your right. eyes? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you are you just being a loner during that time? Are you having those vicious thoughts that are messing you up, you know, mm-hmm. and you really shouldn't be in that me time, you know? So there, there was uh, a lot of pieces, a lot of good insight on that post. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. But, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if... A lot of people know how to main, maintain or help their mental health. Yeah. So I think um, a lot of fours and a lot of fives may have been... Exaggerated. <laughs> slightly. Confident. Real. Slightly. Arrogant. A little arrogant. You know, if... if I'm a, I mean, I'm, I'm about to make a generalized statement here. Really? I'm going <laughs> to say most black men are at like a one or two. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I agree with you. I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take it a step further. I'm mm. gonna say and it, this may not have step anything. Step on player. This might not have anything to do with it's it. It's a clean drip. Come on, man, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> bro, you need to clean, bro. Step don't on. Do no flex. I was like, where like, are we going after this? Like, like he I missed the memo. <laughs> I thought the Migos walked in. <laughs> this motherfucker did not just. I say, is this? This ain't take off. This I'm over. He, he ready to. Hey, why you don't have social media? He is not take off. This is, is why he doesn't have social media. He is ready to land. Like, he is ready bully, to bro. land. But your, your Migos. That's what it is. That's your why he can't be on social media. Your Migos name is ready to land. They hate you. Wow. Ready, ready to land. land. It's over with. You they know, he, he literally put it out there. Like, We've already co-signed it. It's over with. You have to change your. You have to change your. Rayshawn ready to land Brown. Bro, and your name is Rayshawn? <laughs> Listen, that boy gonna be coming for his royalties. I'm letting you know now. Hey, I'm letting you know now. He coming for the, that percentage. He coming for. I'm gonna need a little bit of but that. Right. Oh, you hell, bro. You hell. He's hell. Been hell since college. But, Been hell. Um, what I my honest I perspective is. No, you don't. you you yeah, do not you apologize. apologize. I don't. I don't. You don't. I'm Nick Cannon. Okay, I was just gonna say. 
Y'all this is why he was able up. to speak on the Nick Cannon thing so confidently. Y'all not gonna shut me up. That's why he spoke on it so confidently. I'm crying. I think you know just. <laughs> like just being like as honest as I could be like and uh you know how they be like you know if you winning in these aspects of your life if you like let's say if you have five boxes and you winning in like four of them but one of them is like very shitty are you really winning and I think about that all the time like you know I I, I, I got a master's degree I'm a very educated dude I'm like climbing in my professional career you know I I, I got good relationships with my dogs you know I'm, I'll be looking out for my community you know I got it going on but in that aspect, but when I think about it, if I'm just being completely honest, bro, I don't really be like I, I see a lot of shit, go through a lot of shit, mm-hmm. you know that you know, and I just keep moving. <clears throat> yeah. I just mm-hmm. keep moving, and it's like you can't be good in all, you can't be uh, flourishing in all these areas and not like flourishing with with yourself. Mm-hmm. So like even you know just being honest with that. So I just think about it, and I'm like, nah, a lot of people lying, and and I think what we are doing though. With this generation, I do think we are breaking what was the black tradition. And I think, and I'm speaking generally, the black tradition was what we spoke on when we first came on to the show. To suppress it and keep it down. To suppress it. And, yeah. you know, black man down. don't cry. What you crying for? Suck it up. Like, you know, in our early developmental stage, that's what we always heard. Mm-hmm. So subconsciously, we just like, that don't bother me. It's right, right. Suck I'm it up. Good. That don't bother me. I'm, I'm good. Homeboy just died. I'm good. Right, RP, right, I'm right, good. Right. Uh, just got shot at. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to work Monday. I'm going to walk it off. You know what I'm saying? But these are, these are bullets that could have killed you on Saturday, and you we back at work on Monday. It's cool. You know what I mean? So I just think, like, and those things keep happening and keep happening, and it's a vicious cycle, and we just flourish in other areas, and we wonder why, you know what I'm saying, the, the marriage rate <laughs> for the black community is so low. Yeah. I think that is a direct correlation because here it is because of the broken no matter what i have going on i may look like the perfect candidate to some female you know oh this guy handsome he got a pressure career he got this going on da, 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 da. but if oh i ain't taking God. care of here i can't really properly love you oh so we and that go and that like like you were saying though that tracks all the way back to childhood and i right. think that was such that's such a big point about what you're saying because a lot of the reasons why we don't see these full households i hate to say it is because of you know, generational right. generational stuff. You know what I'm saying? So when you see now our generation is just trying to figure out how to be in a committed relationship, right. let alone right. being married. Right. You know what I mean? Like I used to have this dream of like, you know, being married and having this, that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. everything was going to be the white picket fence right. and the American dream. And then now, you know, I have my son out of wedlock and then as life goes on, I'm like, dang, like marriage is, <laughs> yeah. that's starting to sound, you know, intense right. or right. it's starting to sound like it's not as cute as, right. as we think it is, yeah, you know? I'm, and I'm I, not getting married. <laughs> I'm dying. And, and, it, it, and it went from like, let's grow together to now the narrative is like, do I want to accept another person's bullshit? Like that, but it's that the is challenge. Do I want to be entangled with you forever? Not oh, the entangled. entangled. Oh, you're going to use entangled? It's too soon. But look. Oh, shit, August came out with a song. It is not too soon. It is officially Man. that time. <laughs> if I was Will, I would whoop August's ass. I mean, I mean, did Kanye whoop Ray J ass because he hit it first? No. But that's different. Yeah, that's How different. was that different? Because hey, that don't different? Break, because they're married. Because they're married. Harriet Tubman did not free the slaves. No, I'm talking about Jada and Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's a different situation. First of all, first of all, Kanye said that they were saying, "I don't listen. Listen, listen. This is this is where this is where we mess up. This is where we mess up. Part three. No, no, no. Look, she just said she just said they were separate. This is where we mess up. I don't care what y'all say. If you tell a black couple that y'all is separated and one of y'all go smash somebody else, the house is coming down like y'all been together forever. Period. No. Well, I mean. I don't give a damn. They've been doing this for to too long for it to have been a problem. That was my girlfriend. Thing. I know we don't go together right now, but if that's you what I'm saying. They've been open too long for it to I be a problem. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. You ain't trying to hear it. What I say, you don't take. <laughs> I wish a motherfucker would. Not for real, nah. No, that's the only problem is because yeah. it came out. It was supposed uh, to keep it in, let it come out. No, no. when you saw problem. when you saw Will's face in he that red right table talk, hurt. nah, he, he was, was hurt. hurt. That's a no, he was hurt. Will no, but I'm saying there were things that he didn't know. There yeah, were things he didn't know. I can agree with that. I don't know what kind of separate they was on, but because his face was like we went on that kind of stuff. I can agree, but however, comma was over. How yeah, cause she, Jada, she he was like, I was done with your ass. But however, however, Again. comma Will said, Will said, I'm gonna get you back. And what did Jada say? You have you've done enough of that. Yeah. And he was like, no, I'm going to get you back for this. But again. But it's all been in the private. We've been having girlfriends forever. Right? Like but who? I think, but we don't know how many Jada had that but she just ain't talk about it and then make what, it out. But that's what because I'm saying. Because if, if you saying, look, but keyword you saying, we'll have girlfriends in the private. We can't name that, one of but them. But that's right. what. That's, <laughs> no, but that, hold on. Let me Google Spe- real quick. Speculation. Time out. Speculation only. That is my point. My point is, is that. It's been a whole rumor that they've had an open marriage for X amount of years. Now, mm-hmm. granted, yes, it's all been rumors, right? Because up until now, we haven't been able to prove, or they've never commented but on anything. Honestly, they haven't commented. Did, did, I thought they did. August, I thought they did. did, did August, one point. I they never, really they never openly they acknowledged it. They said know. we ain't when that open man, when that we don't do young that. ass Margot Ruby, was Ruby that Nia old Long, and Tyra Banks. He did not. Those are all rumors. He, he did not. I'm talking about Tower shit. Banks and Nia Long? Come yes, on. I can see it. First nah. of all, no. that two don't even. Nah. <laughs> they don't even. No, that don't even. <laughs> like, that's like, now I'm like, Will, what's your type? Because now I'm trying to Nia, understand. Nia Long. No, Nia Long first of all, Nia Long is a strong black woman. She is not going. She, she is, she is not no, with the shit. No, Nia is not. I just feel like. Open. Something made her strong, though. No, I just. I just. Something made her strong, though. I just feel like. Not my baby. It's all been rumors up until now we've never had like a um yeah, a solid nobody's girl. ever said I didn't need came him out to come and out and say, say it was an entanglement now however when my old ass was hanging around his young ass i knew they were entangled i didn't need him to ever <laughs> admit it however however it came out whether he wanted to fully speak on his truth now or whatever the case for, because of his album whatever whatever his reasoning for talking about it x love. amount of years later he did it it's out and will was sitting at the table hurt but however, comma, I do feel like he it's also embarrassment because now we have Thank to address the public. Right. Like it's different if this was in our in the privacy of our own home and we went through it. We did we did what we did. You did what you did. I did what I did. Whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever. We like, but now we have to this. now we have to sit and actually address it. So now America thought we were some perfect couple. We were the. The goals Amer- I just want them to know America ain't never think y'all was perfect. America knew y'all was wilding. I, I mean, nah. America, America, they had an image of being I that they solid had a, they couple. Had a good, they had a good, I think the, the image we love about them is that we feel like they can overcome anything. Mm-hmm. 
That's why we love Jada. Yeah, because they're not even my favorite. Because like even in the whole open relationship, people were still like, we love that they strong enough to be that. Yeah, or they were swingers. People didn't think that they were not together. No. Swinging and having side relationships are two different things. Swinging me, no, I'm on your side. What I'm saying is, we were with them when we thought they were swinging. Because swing me, you gonna get tossed. Let's be real, we still with them now. So why we even? I'm still in. I'm still with. I'm still rocking with Will. But back to what you were talking about. Yeah, Will, not Jada. Because we always run out of time. But all the women that's rocking with Jada. Three, four, five. Hold on, because we always run out of time. So I'm gonna get through these three comments, and then y'all gonna have to play yourselves because we literally got a minute and some change. So it's. Don't talk to me like that. You you wasted me. So <laughs> I'm sick. No, so as far as Will's girlfriend, Imani said Heidi, Lisa, and Heidi Klum. We never heard and of Shorty, he worked with in the movies. Shorty, and he then works. I don't. <laughs> How many movies that nigga? Had? And then <laughs> these are facts. And then that people are trying Imani, to and then listen. And then Imani said, "When you said you trying to figure out what what's his t- 